0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The scribes who had come from Jerusalem said of Jesus, "He is possessed by Beelzebul, and by the prince of demons he drives out demons." Summoning them, he began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand. That is the end of him. But no one can enter a strong man's house to plunder his property unless he first ties up the strong man. Then he can plunder his house. Amen, I say to you, all sins and all blasphemies that people utter will be forgiven them, but over blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never have forgiveness, but is guilty of an everlasting sin. For they had said, "He has an unclean spirit." The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Go ahead and find your pulse real fast whether that's your carotid your wrist your heart just find your pulse real quick if it helps close your eyes that's fine do you feel that I can't hear anyone do you feel it or is everyone dead they're all alive all right so we feel that pulse we feel that beating now just Consciously think for a moment about the actual air going in and out of your body. Think about the actual fact like we don't ever think about breathing because it's just a it's a subconscious thing we do. But just like literally think about that for a second. So again, we can feel this, we can we can experience this breath that moves in and moves out, that beating of the heart, that that pumping of the blood, that movement of the lungs, and all that requires you to think about it, so the, the firing of the neurons in the brain, that is life. It means you're alive. It means that you actually exist right now, that you are real. There's plenty of people who no longer are alive. It could be friends, family members, people we'll never have known. There are clearly hundreds of thousands, if not millions, and possibly billions that have died before us. And the same will continue to be after. But the reality is, what you just experienced and what you continue to experience, even on an unconscious level, is life. And life is good. Life is part of creation. And so we must defend life, protect life, speak about the goodness of life. And so when we talk a lot about pro-life, we often go to the idea of abortion and, you know, how evil this is. But if we are not willing to defend life that is currently existing... How could we ever promote and defend life that is about to exist? The death penalty is not a pro-life reality. The way we look at and treat people who are different from us that we, we have with a sense of, of hatred or disregard, that is not a pro-life reality. The encouragement of euthanasia or Um, you know, the the, uh, adult, like, killing adults who are at the end of life, like, that is not pro-life. And so if we get this right, maybe we have a chance to get life in the womb right. At the same time, could be reversed. If we get life in the womb right and defend that, maybe we start to see all these other realities different. I don't really know which one's the one to start with. Maybe we have to start with all of it if that's what pro-life is. But that heartbeat, that breath, the fine of those neurons is life, and life is good. Today in the United States, we particularly have a specific day to pray for the unborn. The fact that we have to have that is super depressing and at the same time extremely important the other the other fact is that we have to get away from a me versus them or a me versus you, or they. You know, when we say, "Oh, this is a woman's prerogative," actually, you've just cut out half of the people in the world now. Or this—this this is a guy's issue. No, like this is a human. This is a human issue. Man, woman doesn't matter. This is a human problem, where we allow death to run rampant in our society and it's not just the killing of unborn through abortions it's not just the death penalty it's how we look at the soul of another person if we can't get this idea right that life is good that that person has a beating heart they have functioning lungs they have a brain that's firing, like they are physically alive and therefore they are good. If we can't get that right, brothers and sisters, we're not going to get anything right. So yeah, I may not like how that person behaves. I may not appreciate what that person says. I may not agree with how they act or how they look. That doesn't really matter if we don't have life figured out, life is something everyone deserves to have a chance at. And so we have to be really, really adamant About finding ways to promote the dignity of life, to help those who might find themselves in a precarious position where they think their entire life has just been railroaded because of some other action that they committed. A life doesn't ruin life, that's impossible. Life is only meant to enhance life. So women who are pregnant, who are afraid of that reality, we need to support them. Men who have aided in that pregnancy, we need to support them. People who have done atrocious things in the world, who are sentenced to the loss of life, We actually need to find ways to support them. People who are sick and ill and dying in nursing homes and hospitals, we have to support them. The person who you think of in your head right now, who you despise, what do we have to do? Support them. And sometimes the the most basic thing that we can do in our support, it feels so basic, and yet it is probably the most... Oh gosh, astronomically massive thing ever is prayer. We pray for the souls. We pray for the hearts and the minds, the beating life that is existing in that individual, that they come to recognize the importance and value of who they are. Those who think that they have zero worth anymore, who are thinking, I am better off not even existing here. They need our support. This gospel today, you know, we could go a totally different direction. I'm not going to do that. The devil, yeah, he exists, he's real, and he's creating division. He's dividing man from woman, he's dividing quality of life from. Uh, enduring sacrificial suffering. The devil is doing everything to divide what God has created, to separate us from our Creator. That, that last part of the, of the gospel, people ask us often, like, is there a sin that's not forgivable? Well, we know there's one because Jesus tells us. But if we really have to think about, like, what is this sin? What does it mean to blaspheme against the Holy Spirit? Let's think about real quick about who the Holy Spirit is. Holy Spirit is the love manifested through that of the Father and the Son. And the cool thing is because they all three have always existed, the Father, the Son, the Spirit, the, the love that is there who is the Spirit, the advocate, the one who cares for us. To basically say, I reject love. I say to with love. I say love is non-existent. The idea that I blaspheme, that I actually, <laughs> I, I curse it away. Yeah, it makes sense that that would be unforgivable. all sins, all blasphemies that people utter will be forgiven them. So we know that. But if we literally reject and turn away from love, we'll never have forgiveness. Which makes sense. So we love life. We support life life in all capacities all areas all realities and it begins with our prayer and it ends with our prayer everything we do in between that's all the golden stuff yeah there's lots that has to change of course And it maybe even has to start at the more basic level of loving myself. Because if I don't love myself in my life, I'm not sure how I can support the life of others. Brothers and sisters, there is a cancer in our world today. One that says life doesn't have value. And I say that is wrong. Life is the most precious reality given to us. So we must defend that life, even if it requires giving of our lives. Jesus, he examples that for us. He exemplifies that. He says, I love you so much you get my life in return for yours. So are we willing to lay down our opinions, our frustrations, our aggravations, at the same time, you know, encouraging others for that change, supporting that, offering what we can, are willing to surrender the, the preconceived notions, the opinions, the judgments in order to say and highlight the dignity and equality of the life that beats in the heart of that individual through the blood that pulses through their veins, through the neurons that through their, that, that fire through their brain, the breath that goes in and out of their lungs? Do we promote and protect that today? So may our prayer be for the healing of this cancer in the world, the healing of the fears that have been placed in people's hearts. May our prayer be that of a healing for the eyes to be able to see with true clarity, like the gift of life, because life is good, because life is from God.